The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. So we are here first and foremost to recap Thursday Night Football. Uh, Steven, uh, the NFL team who you, I guess, are contractually obligated to care the most about are the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they won 19 to 8, improved to 15 and 0 against the Broncos in the Patrick Mahomes era. That is so stupid and unbelievable. Um, <laughs> kind of like the way that Sean Payton handled the end of the first half. What were your initial and I guess after a night's worth of sleep takeaways from the game? I think there's going to be a lot made out of the fact that the Chiefs only put up 19 points and. Most people, I think, would be worried about that because the Chiefs offense has not been particularly special this season. Uh, last night, they couldn't score in the red zone. They only walk away with one touchdown after, uh, you know, last week we missed out on Patrick Mahomes throwing for 300 yards and he manages to throw for 300 yards last night. We didn't. And we didn't miss out on that. You missed out I on missed that. Out, <laughs> I missed out on that. Um but I, I'm really not if if you had to pick one thing about the Chiefs that you're like, they'll figure it out eventually. It's obviously the offense and it's obviously Patrick Mahomes, and Andy Reid getting things worked out. There's a lot of overhaul on that side of the ball for them this season. They got a lot of young players and they have two new tackles that they're trying to figure out how all of that stuff fits together still. And through six weeks of the season, they're still five and one despite all of that. And their defense is playing like a top five defense in the NFL. So I'm fine with the Chiefs winning this way for now down the line. If they can't figure it out, I'll start to get a little bit worried. But they're five and one. Their defense is playing lights out. I I, I didn't take away that much from that game because I also don't think they took the Broncos seriously at all last night. Yeah, I think this is a team that, you know, sometimes just plays to the level of their competition. And I had the I was the Chiefs game was on these TVs at this bar I was at, at these tables, like right next to the tables. Each little table had its own TV. And then the Phillies game were on like the overhead TV. So I was kind of like, you know, my attention was split between those two. But every time I was looking at the Chiefs game, even though the score would be close or whatever, or a slow start, I'm like, they're going to win this game. It's not really. Like the game looked way closer to me than it ever truly really was. It's kind of just like the Chiefs were playing with their food because they knew they could. And they would do the Chiefs thing where they're eventually just going to win at the end. I was never thinking, I don't think anyone was ever thinking there was actually going to be a real upset in this game. So they didn't score the most style points in this one, but it's just who cares? It doesn't matter. Beat the Broncos. Um, you're four and one. Everything's fine. Yeah, uh, five and one, Brandon. You're selling them five short. And one. Five and one. Um, 
I agree, like, it was a little boring, but it also felt like a larger lead than it was at any point. Like, and maybe that some of that is the Broncos and their whatever you want to call it, inability, ineptitude, incompetence, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, life is good if you're a Chiefs fan, obviously, if, if these are your biggest problems. And now you get the mini-buy to rest up for the Chargers, who will be coming off of a short week in Monday Night Football. That is so dumb, by the way, that the NFL does this, two teams. Like, it, this should not happen, um, but whatever. And then the Broncos again, um, obviously, twice in three weeks, which is also dumb. The NFL shouldn't mm-hmm. do that. Um, I guess we have to talk about the Broncos side of things. Um, I, I made mention of it. Here's the thing. And this is not the week to defend Mike McCarthy, obviously. Um, but if Mike McCarthy or or Brandon Staley or Kevin O'Connell uh, did what Sean Payton did at the end of this first half, it would not have gone as quietly into the night as it did. And so, Stephen, Sean Payton called a timeout um, and gave the Chiefs an opportunity to possess the ball at the end of the first half, which they converted into a Harrison Butker field goal. Shout out to me uh, for starting Harrison Butker in fantasy. Pretty awesome Friday morning. Um, the Broncos are an abject failure. They're an abject disaster. Like, wh- what is what is redeeming about the Broncos right now, Steve? Well, nothing. And <laughs> it, it seems pretty clear to me that they're just tanking. Like, they're, they trade away Randy Gregory. They released Frank Clark this morning. Jerry Judy's supposedly on the chopping block. Like, it, it just feels to me like, Sean Payton came in, was like, all you guys suck. Nathaniel Hackett sucked. Everything about this situation sucks. And he was like, maybe we'll see how it goes week one. And then he was like, no, this team's terrible. And now they're just selling everybody off for parts and trying to tank to get a top five pick and get one of these top end quarterbacks in the upcoming NFL draft class. Because I I don't really understand what the else they could be working towards right now. Like, Marvin Mims, who has looked like a spectacular player, ran like three routes last night, like was not involved in the offense at all. And it seems like you would want to get that guy on the football field. Lil Jordan Humphrey ran more routes than him on Thursday night after being cut earlier in the day to make roster moves and then added back late in the evening. Like it it just doesn't seem like they've got any kind of direction. It doesn't seem like any of those players are even interested in this season at this point. Like, It just feels like a total tank job where nobody is playing that hard. Nobody is taking things seriously. And Russell Wilson just looks like one of the dumbest trades in NFL history Mm. right now. Like he, he, he is just not very functional and he'd actually been okay this season. Their defense had been a disaster, but last night going against the chiefs top defense, you see that he's a barely functional quarterback at this point in his career. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.